welcome to the Corona of Thorns podcast. I'm Father Peter Swans, and today is Friday of the fifth week of Lent. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. And with your spirit. To prepare ourselves, let us call to mind our sins. I confess to Almighty God and to you, my brothers and sisters, that I have greatly sinned in my thoughts and in my words, in what I have done and in what I have failed to do, through my fault, through my fault, through my most grievous fault. Therefore I ask, Blessed Mary, ever-Virgin, all the angels and saints, and you, my brothers and sisters, to pray for me to the Lord our God. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Let us pray. Pardon the offences of your peoples, we pray, O Lord. And in your goodness, set us free from the bonds of the sins we have committed in our weakness. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, forever and ever. Amen. A reading from the prophet Jeremiah. Jeremiah said, I hear so many disparaging me. Terror from every side. Denounce him. Let us denounce him. All those who used to be my friends watched for my downfall. Perhaps he will be seduced into error. Then we will master him and take our revenge. But the Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. My opponents will stumble, mastered, confounded by their failure. Everlasting, unforgettable disgrace will be theirs. But you, O Lord of hosts, you who probe with justice, who scrutinize the loins and the heart, Let me see the vengeance you will take on them, for I have committed my cause to you. Sing to the Lord, praise the Lord, for he has delivered the soul of the needy from the hands of evil men. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and he heard my voice. In my distress, I called upon the Lord and he heard my voice. I love you, Lord, my strength, my rock, my fortress, my savior. My God is the rock where I take refuge, my shield, my mighty help, my stronghold. The Lord is worthy of all praise. When I call, I am saved from my foes. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. The waves of death rose about me. The torrent of destruction assailed me. The snares of the grave entangled me. The traps of death confronted me. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. In my anguish, I called to the Lord. I cried to God for help. From his temple, he heard my voice. My cry came to his ears. In my distress, I called upon the Lord, and he heard my voice. Glory to you, word of God, Lord Jesus Christ. Your word, Lord, our spirit and life. 
you have the words to everlasting life. Glory to you, Word of God, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. The Jews fetched stones to stone him. So Jesus said to them, I have done many good works for you to see, works from my Father. For which of these are you stoning me? The Jews answered him, We are not stoning you for doing a good work, but for blasphemy. You are only a man, and you claim to be God. Jesus answered, Is it not written in your law, I said you are gods? So the law uses the word gods of those to whom the word of God was addressed, and scripture cannot be rejected. Yet you say to someone the Father has consecrated and sent into the world, you are blaspheming, because he says, I am the Son of God. If I am not doing my Father's work, there is no need to believe me. But if I am doing it, then even if you refuse to believe in me, at least believe in the work I do, then you will know for sure that the Father is in me and I am in the Father. They wanted to arrest him then, but he eluded them. He went back again to the far side of the Jordan to stay in the district where John had once been baptising. Many people who came to him there said, John gave no signs, but all he said about this man was true. And many of them believed in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. So over the past few days, we've been reading this long dialogue between Christ and his opponents, and, and now it comes to its final conclusion, its, its sort of culmination. And it's a pretty frightening culmination because Christ's opponents, they've got, they've got stones in their hands. They're ready to throw them at him. But the point to which Jesus has argued is that he's the one who has been sent by the Father because he is the Son. And being the Son, he's made of the same stuff as God is. He's the presence of God among his people. And we have this very startling line which Jesus proclaims, Before Abraham ever was, I am. And these claims are just too much for the opponents of Christ. And, and that's why they're holding stones in their hands. He's committed blasphemy, they say. The things that you've said are too much. But it's at this point that Jesus goes, now hang on a second, guys. I've been giving all these signs. These signs are the finger of God at work. These signs are the Father's testimony that I am the one. We've changed water into wine. We've healed the official son at Capernaum. We've healed the paralytic, admittedly on the Sabbath, which didn't make him a lot of friends, but the paralytic sure was impressed. He fed 5,000, he walked on water, all of these things pointing to the truth of what Jesus says, and yet they don't want to accept what Jesus says, which is kind of dangerous, I suppose, because if what Jesus says is true, as his actions would suggest they are, then they may well be ready to stone God for committing blasphemy against himself. The church puts this reading then from the prophet Jeremiah in front of us, I think, to help us understand something of what's going on in Jesus at this time. 
Listen to what Jeremiah says again. I hear so many disparaging me. Terror from every side. Denounce him. Let us denounce him. All those who used to be my friends watched for my downfall. Perhaps he'll be seduced into error. Then we will master him and take our revenge. The people that Jesus is talking to literally have stones in their hands. You can imagine the kind of terror that they're seeking to inflict, even just by this menacing gesture. But, read on from the prophet Jeremiah. The Lord is at my side, a mighty hero. My opponents will stumble, mastered, confounded by their failure. Everlasting, unforgettable disgrace will be theirs. But you, O Lord of hosts, you who probe with justice, who scrutinize the loins and the heart, let me see the vengeance you'll take on them, for I have committed my cause to you. Sing to the Lord. Praise the Lord, for he has delivered the soul of the needy from the hands of evil men. It's a great proclamation of trust in God. Now, we're on the Friday before Good Friday. And in this time, in this time of passion tide, the church has been putting a sharper focus on the growing tension between Jesus and his opponents. And this, of course, comes to its great culmination on Good Friday, when we will hear that devastating sentence from the crowd, crucify him, crucify him. So I make a little suggestion. The Friday before Good Friday, spend some time with a crucifix and take this text from Jeremiah and just read it. Jeremiah 20, verses 10 to 13. It's only short. But read that passage again. And let them reveal to us not only the threat which menaces Jesus, but also the love with which he entrusts himself into the hands of God the Father. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For, For the, the kingdom, kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now, now and forever. Let us welcome Christ in our hearts with an act of spiritual communion. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things, and I desire to receive you into my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. 
The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. May Almighty God bless you, the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go in peace. Thanks be to God. And we finish by praying Pope Francis's prayer to Mary during the coronavirus pandemic. O Mary, you always shine on our path as a sign of salvation and of hope. We entrust ourselves to you, health of the sick, who at the cross took part in Jesus' pain, keeping your faith firm. You, salvation of the Roman people, know what we need, and we are sure you will provide, so that, as in Cana of Galilee, we may return to joy and to feasting after this time of trial. Help us, Mother of Divine Love, to conform to the will of the Father and to do as we are told by Jesus, who has taken upon himself our sufferings and carried our sorrows, to lead us through the cross to the joy of the resurrection. Amen. Under your protection we seek refuge, Holy Mother of God. Do not disdain the entreaties of we who are in trial, but deliver us from every danger, O glorious and blessed Virgin. Amen. Thanks for praying with us, and may God bless you abundantly, so that this day may give glory to God our Father.